Today's episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio is brought to you by Gamers Inn, your one-stop location for all your gaming needs. Located in Lehigh City, Utah, their fun and friendly staff will be more than happy to answer any of your gaming needs. Just remember, Gamers Inn, it's where adventures begin. Broadcasting live from the DCR studio. Oh, yeah! The Geek Revolution starts here. Excellent! Get ready for the number one hit geek radio show out there. Well, it is impressive, isn't it? Because it's time for Dungeon Crawlers Radio. Alright everyone, welcome to another episode of Dungeon Crawlers Radio, where hopefully Scott's mic is not muted. Oh, it's not. Ah. Nope, it's not muted, and for some reason, Pac-Man's running around. I don't know why. Oh, well. He seems to be chasing ghosts. He's he's a little hungry, he's got to eat some crackers and some dots, you know? Yeah. So, just ignore him. We are. Anyways, uh, with that said, we're going to talk about some geek news that's happened recently, so... Oh, 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 we're broadcasting from the Watchtower Cafe. Oh, oh. go ahead. Where they have Pac-Man and Primal Rage. And Mrs. And Pac-Man. Oh, it's Mrs. Pac-Man. It's Mrs. Pac-Man. She's uh, the cute one. And lots of other awesome stuff. Oh, lots, lots of artwork, lots of comic books, a uh, lot of collectors' items. Star Wars action figures. This is definitely a a must stop for you, any it, geek. If you don't already own it, they have the omnibus for the entire Age of Apocalypse. Really, one hundred twenty bucks. Yes, but you can get all. It's the entire Age of Apocalypse, which is just an awesome series. And we kind of talked that about that a little bit a couple episodes ago, and we were talking about Legion. But uh, with that said, we're going to move forward. Uh, so geek news. There's a lot of things that have happened lately. Um, I know you guys a couple episodes ago kind of hit on it, but then skipped over it a little bit. But there was a huge announcement regarding Doctor Who and Jodie Whittaker that is now taking over the role of the Doctor, which will be the first female Doctor. Wait, Doctor Whom? Yeah. Um, which is really interesting because we have fans that are outraged, some that just don't care. A lot of them are saying it's about time, and I mean, you get you guys really don't care, right? It, you know, no. I think I think it's good that they would explore a different direction. Um, I've I remember watching the show when I was a kid, and even then it was reruns from like the seventies. Oh yeah. So that that's really the 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 Doctor Who I'm a, I know is is the old '70s guy with an afro and uh, and a really comfortable looking scarf. Well, I gotta yeah. say, yeah. See, and I was never into that generation. I could, and even now, trying to go back, I can't go back. Oh, I can't. And enjoy I can't watch those ones. Without, They're horrible. Like I need the newer graphics, even though yeah. the newer graphics are still kind of you know kind of junky. Yeah. Like in comparison yeah. to like Hollywood standards, but I enjoy the newer episodes. But I can't go back. So that's interesting that you should be a pre. What do we say? Pre-war, pre-war doctor, boom generation, and pre-reboot or whatever. Pre-reboot. Yeah. Um. Well. Okay. So uh, there's a couple things I can kind of understand some people's outrage. You know, we have a character that has up until now predominantly been a male. Oh, hold on, hold on. I do have a question for you. Yes. Don't we also? We also had uh, a villain, the master, who had previously been a male as well. Yeah. 
And the Master was regenerated correct. as a woman as well. Yes. Now, it's been so long since Doctor Who even started. How come now he decides to regenerate as it's, a woman? Or does he no, not choose it, it has, what he it's been part. As? It's been part of canon that it is possible. So it's not something that's brand new. It's been hinted at, but it's just now something that they're kind of really been on a, a push for, uh, especially with this new reboot. But it, it's kind of like, you know, and again, I'm, I'm just kind of playing devil's advocate here. It's kind of like saying, hey, suddenly Luke Skywalker's now a girl. You know, moving forward. I can see where some people can be outraged for it. The Doctor, though, they've already built in the mechanic to allow for that. In a way, the difference is like Luke Skywalker has never changed actors. He's true. always that been is the true. same actor. So basically, yeah. in essence, uh, his character has progressed. Like emotionally, he's progressed along yes. storylines, but he's never progressed to a different character, a different actor yeah. entirely. It's always no, been Mark Hamill, no, not Marie yeah. Hamill. Well, while the other doctors kind of remember from their past selves, but even when they regenerate, they're in like mm. this, who am I? I don't remember yes. me. I have to figure out who I am all over again. And you get that with the new actor. You get a whole new doctor. Like people who you do. love nine, can't stand eight, or who yeah. love... Now, yeah. don't get me wrong. I'm excited. Now, this is the, the one caveat I have for this. As a female doctor, you know, traditionally when we watch Doctor Who, the doctor travels in the past or in the future. And when it's... I want to see this happen in the story. How were women treated in the past, especially in the 1800s, the 1400s, and stuff like that? They were treated as kind of subservient. You know, there wasn't really women in power. Now we're going to have the doctor, who traditionally in the past has shown up in the past. I'm the doctor, kind of did his thing. I would really like to see them play on the fact that she, the doctor is now a woman and has to kind of deal with those, you know, those past views on women from men and stuff like that around them. Oh, I'm sure it's going to be an ongoing and thing. I, if it is, beautiful. If it's not and it's just, I'm the doctor, I don't think it's going to work out well. I think it's going to flop. That's my only concern. You know, granted, I know who they picked is a great actor. I've seen her on Broad, uh, Broad Church. Um, I think it's, they've done a fantastic job at picking who they are. I really want to see how they go from grouchy Peter Capaldi to this character and what she's going to bring because we had, you know, we had kind of uh, Chris Eccleston's kind of it's everything's fantastic and kind of this childlike uh, enthusiasm and everything he does to David Tennant's Doctor, which was kind of a little mopey. Oh, he and was still very childlike, though. He, but he, he still was had that—he he did. He still had that childlike. He had a little doom and gloom with him, but yeah. at the same time, he, he, he was very excited. He, he seemed he was very kind, heroic. He kind of well. seemed like a fourteen-year-old kid, where a lot of things are super exciting, but then at the same time, kind of, oh, really, and mopey and, and gropey. Um, and then we get I'm to sorry, mopey and gropey. Did you just say <laughs> mopey <laughs> and gropey? I did. I do not remember the doctor being gropey. Really. Although there is the doctor's did daughter you, that we you, see, so... Did you not pay attention to him and Rose? There was a lot of stuff going on there. Oh, that's different. That was him and Rose. So, you know, and then we get to the Matt Smith doctor, which is just kind of... Insane? Insane, a little oblivious to things going on around him. He he reminds me a lot of the dog off of Up, where he's going and then suddenly, squirrel! And then he's somewhere else. Um, so there was that. And then we get to Capaldi 
which is very grumpy, very harsh. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want, I, I would like to see where they go because you know, with the, you're right, with the master, predominantly male. They suddenly changed it up to Missy, and Missy was just all over the place, like a crazy lunatic. She reminded me of a female Joker. I actually didn't like her as much as I liked the previous master. So John, you like yeah. John, yeah. but they're bringing him back. They are. Yeah. But it wasn't the fact that she was. A woman I, I think that I didn't he. I like. think he's. It was he's, the fact that I just didn't. I. I didn't dive into her. It was she was just character. too evil. She was too Joker ass. Okay. Yeah. You know, I like can the see master that. was. Yeah, he was evil, but he wasn't like kill off main characters. But see, like that. yeah, and see, I and that's my that's my worry point is because to have us accept this female character, I think they pushed that too far. For us, this is the master, and she's just completely evil, but at the same time, completely crazy. I think they pushed that point a little too far, so that's what I'm worried about with this new female doctor, that they'll try to go a little overboard. I could be wrong. You think they'll try to push too hard to convince the fans this is your doctor? Yeah. She can be heroic, yeah. too, actually. I so that, that is a worry. So they're so so excited to make this great meal that they're going to oversalt it, is what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. I think that's, that is, that's the worry. I hope that's not the case. I really would. Lo- I, I think this was, is a great opportunity um, to kind of mix things up. I think it's a, an awesome opportunity to bring another female lead into g- the geekdom universe. Uh, so let's we'll see. But I really think they need to address those things when she goes into the past, where men don't see her as a, an authority figure. Can I just and say then that's- her fighting against that prejudice. I just want to say that's where Timeless, I really felt like, did an amazing job. Just saying, just putting that out there. Like, every single time they went to the past, it was just, oh, right, we're back in the past. It, I love that. Yeah, and I think that's what they need to address. It would be the same as if, uh, you know, they had cast uh, Idris Elba as the doctor. And then he went to, you know, they traveled to Civil War, uh, you know, pre-Civil War uh, Atlanta, Georgia. What in right. the heck was that? Uh, yeah, so so <laughs> apparently it's eight o'clock in Georgia. Yeah, and so having Georgia, him Russia. deal with that, mm-hmm. you know, I if they if they in, bring that into the characters, I think it's fantastic to to do that, and that pr- creates great story. Yeah, and conflict. Oh no, I I agree. I mm, I don't know. I I would hope that there's not uh, the haters that we're really hearing. You know, I mean that. It's not. I, I honestly I hope okay. that it's a very small minority. So, and I that, that's a good point. I, I'm going to take an example. Larry Correa recently posted on his Facebook page something like this. He's like, I have 6,600 and change in people that are constantly on my Facebook, that are fans of my Facebook. He's like, out of all of those, only one viciously hates this idea that the doctor is a female. It's so much. He was so outspoken, they actually kicked him off. One person out of that bit large of an audience. I really don't think everyone is out, as outraged as they're making it sound. I think that's just hype and marketing, yeah. really. I think there is a percentage of people that are questioning, not really sure, just because, like, again, it's traditionally been a male character. They're suddenly changing this over. How will this dynamic affect the show? I really think that's what it really boils down to, is they're not certain how this show will carry on with that if if it's great story behind it great acting it doesn't matter I I mean really 
that's what it's always been. I mean, every time we have a changeover of doctor, everyone's always like, uh, I don't know. Well, yeah, cause we'll see. Anytime you're going to get a, a big fan base on something like that, especially... I mean, you look you look at what people classify as their favorite uh, movies and shows and stuff, yeah. and there's always something in there that emulates something that they see in themselves. Yeah. And so you get a lot of these diehard fans that love the Doctor because they somehow connect with him, and now that Doctor's a female, unless that person is also able to connect somehow with the Doctor and a female mm-hmm. role, then that person's now lost their favorite character, basically. And I can see how someone would get upset about that. But at the same time, I also think it's pretty neat that they're exploring this new direction. And like you said, as long as they stick true to a realistic sense of what would happen if he went into the past, I think they'll do a good job, too. Well, I mean, look at Star, Star Wars. Star Wars is a great example. Traditionally, all you know, uh, the prequels and, and the six after, the main lead character has always been a male. You know, it's been Anakin or Luke. Well, we get Force Awakens and even Rogue One, and they've both been females. You know, a strong female character everyone still loves them but at first they were kind of hesitant so but now they love them I, I think once they see this character do their you know the writing which we have a new showrunner uh, so we, we don't have tired Stephen Moffat um, and we have a new doctor I think we'll see some really cool stuff just wait till we start seeing Jamie Bond the reboot of James Bond. Oh. Then we'll see the... Oh, uh, the that one might explode a little bit, but who knows? <laughs> you know, it, it is possible. See, and that just sounds like it would end up being a, another farce of Charlie's Angels. Well, it, it all depends on if James Bond, if the, if James Bond is just a name assigned to a, to a secret agent, or is James Bond really that person? You know, that's that's kind of the question, because we've had different people. So. See, and, and, and in watching the James Bonds, and I'm, I'm a big fan... From number one all the way up to, to you know, the more recent wow, ones. Wow, even George stuff. Lazenby, huh? Uh, okay, so I like I like a <laughs> lot of the premises of the stories. Saying. Exactly, mistakes happen. Some some actors shouldn't have been chosen. Um, but, but I mean, just just especially once you get that in, that initial, James Bond, James Bond. I mean, you just, ah, it hooked me in. And there's, I just really just don't see how they could make a switch like that with the James Bond. I just don't see how that work work at all. It, it, you know. Again, it's all perception because we've always been used to that male guy, you know, that James Bond that shows up in the tuxedo, you know, talk, sweeps women off her feet, orders a martini, gambles, and always saves the day. And, and even with each different guy who plays it, somehow, I mean... There's a couple who don't. Somehow they all make it so believable that it doesn't matter that that it's no longer Sean Connery. I still believe that that he's James Bond. Even Timothy Dalton? Yeah, like I said, not every <laughs> one of them. Not every one of them. But everybody has mistakes, Daniel. Yes, but they es- do. especially with the, the more recent ones, I feel like they've done a much better job at casting that role. Yes. 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 Uh, yep. Yeah, if they do that, it's going to be interesting where things go. But, oh yeah. Most definitely, um, but I, there is hope. You know, we'll see how we'll see how it works out, how the stories work, and honestly, I think I think they're making a bigger deal out of it than it really is to the fans. I, I really think we're looking at a small minority here, um, and I really believe that people, if they give this doctor a chance, everybody's going to be for the most part fine. I actually, <laughs> oh, I'm a bad person, but 
Peter Capaldi, I could never fall in love with him. I haven't been able to. And so I actually, I've stopped watching for a little while. I have taking... not, I didn't watch any of season 10. As soon as, like, they come out on Netflix, I'm going to go through they, they're and... They're not coming out on Netflix, They're not the going back? No, they've been pulled. Well, I knew the old ones were. They're but... on Amazon Prime, but they're not on Netflix. I'll, I'll have to take a look. I'm going to give them a try, but it's just I couldn't get into them those first couple episodes, and I just lost interest. Yeah. I... And so I need to see him once he's... Be- once he, the actor has taken on that role of the Doctor. Because, yeah. you know, actors, it takes them a little while sometimes to find their, their stride with the Doctor. Yeah, so this is the, I mean, this is the, the, the end for him. Uh, as of the Christmas episode, he transforms, you know, uh, or regenerates into the new Doctor, which is uh, Jody. I can, I have not been able to get into him at all. He just, you know, and then my question is, how does his whole his whole timeline converge back to the day you know, that fiftieth anniversary? Because he shows up with the angry eyebrows to help save Gallifrey. Uh, we've not seen that throughout the whole series, um, so maybe that they tie that in at the very end with this Christmas special. The last Christmas special really killed it for me. I watched a couple of the episodes with the new companion with Bill I just I have not been able to get into his doctor I loved Tenet I loved uh, Matt Smith I'm a Tenet guy personally yeah I he's my favorite yeah. even though Matt was my first I ever watched I know most often that that's the one you cling to but I, David Tenet was great yeah. uh, Chris Eccleston was good oh, I love Chris uh, John Hurt even though he's really only shows up in one fantastic Paul mm-hmm. McGann's great Everyone before that, I really can't get into, really. But I just can't get into Peter, and which is really sad because he's a fantastic actor. He is, he is, and that's why I want to give him a chance. But I as think, soon as I can binge, I'm sure. But I'll, what I think really has happened is we have a fantastic actor that could do so much, but the scripts and the writing has failed him. I think Stephen Moffat just failed him left and right, and the show could never really give him what we really need and a grumpy doctor is not what we wanted I mean we've had it seems like we've gotten a younger and younger doctor that was more zany and crazy and then we went to old man you know doctor that was just and I know it was they wanted to do something completely different but I think isn't that how the original doctors were kind of the old more wise man no no we kind of we went back and forth because you know we had Peter Davison that showed up and you know he had his celery and he had he was wearing his uh, polo but the first doctor the first doctor was the first kind of old doctor old. was an yeah. old guy he was an old guy and he had a granddaughter and then it went a little bit younger and so they kind of bounced back between younger and older um, you know and then with the the big 50th anniversary there was the whole well you know you you can really pick who a face and that's kind of ha- their way of being able to say they can pull in Peter Capaldi because he'd already shown up as a side character during David Tennant's run in the, the Fires of Pompeii. Again, the, uh, Karen Gillan's also in that episode, too, if you pay attention. So Really? Yeah, she is one of the uh, the ser- servants to the, the fire gods or something like that. Yeah, I need to go back and rewatch yeah. that. But it, it is interesting, but we'll just have to see where they go. I agree. So... What else were we going to talk about? 
Did we, we had a list. I, and honestly, yeah, it looks like got, we can do this one and then one other one. The, the doctor got tangent into like I. Well, I think I think it needed the attention. I mean, really, uh, there is a lot of people out there, but I, I really don't. I think don't think there, there are. I think they're making it up. It's a small handful, and they're going whoa, and so it's, making it. It's probably the rock in a shoe. It's I, super small, not a big issue, but you but you notice it more than anything yeah. else. Well, and it may be that they're not as confident about this decision, and so maybe they're doing that to kind of bring attention. I don't know. I, that's just an assumption. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. All right. So what was the other thing we we're going to talk about? Oh, Thor, Thor, the Thor, Thor trailer. Yes. Yes. So the new Thor trailer that came out during San Diego Comic-Con. It worked for Guardians of the Galaxy. Let's pull in the 80s for Thor 2. A nice Thor pillow right here. Yes. Um, you know, it's looking interesting. I think they're pulling in soundtracks to revitalize songs of old. And I I mean, I, I caught my son the other day singing uh, Hooked on a Feeling from oh, Bruce Wade. Awesome. And he, 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 like, for four days straight, he was just humming that all the time because I guess they're playing it. He's doing marching band. They play it every morning. I'm like, He's obviously hooked on a feeling. I'm like, you realize that's an old song. He's like, no, it's not. It just came out recently. I'm like, it came out in 1968. It's older than I am. And he's like, no, it's not. So I pulled it up. And he's like, it's really that old? I'm like, yeah. I... Okay. Yeah. I, no, I, I think I'm excited about this movie, but I have been excited about every Thor movie. And I've I've loved every Thor movie. The last one was kind of hit. It was kind of you know eh, it was okay, but it was still fun. But I the th- first one's amazing. I loved it, and yet they are some of the lowest rated Marvel movies. And I feel like Marvel I right now with this too. see, and that's the thing. Like I was okay with it. Like I had I fun with it, it. Mm-hmm. but it still was better than Age of Ultron. Like I just I don't know. I feel like Marvel with the Thor movies. The popularity is extremely low. So well, they are pulling out all the stops to make sure that this one's more Guardians. They say, hey, this formula worked with Guardians. They're pulling out all the stops so that this one will be more fun. And honestly, I think this is the last Thor movie we're going to see. It probably is. The last um, standalone. And well, it's kind of like a, let's push them out with a big bang. Well, I, I mean, it's back for the Avengers. Thor has part. always kind of been a C-class comic. It's never been top of, top of the shelf. Well, so is Guardians. Guardians more of D. Like below, even below that. So, and it's re- it's a hard sell. It really is a hard sell. Even more so, he's on Asgard, and they have they've had to up it because no one's really believing the stories when he's down on Earth. I mean, and so they're like, okay, let's pull out Ragnarok. And well, while we're there, you know, Ragnarok kind of includes the Hulk, so let's smash in Planet Hulk. I think this is gonna work. You know, I kind of like it, um, but the weird, one of the weird things that I caught is um, Lou Ferrigno isn't doing the Hulk's voice. You know, in all the movies up to this point, Lou Ferrigno has done the voice of the Hulk. Well, it also looks like he's got a lot more lines in this one. Except for now, we have, uh, oh, what's his name that's playing Eric, uh, Bruce Banner, the, the actor? Yes! Why is the name escaping me? He's in freaking Now You Can See Me. Mar- Mark Ruffalo. We were having so much fun. Yes, Mark uh. Ruffalo. He's doing the voice of the Hulk, which I think is fantastic. He should have been doing it the whole time. But that scene at the very end where you know he's got the beads around him, he's like, Hulk like fire. He's like, well, I like fire. Hulk really like, like really hot fire. And then you see him like launching into this demonic thing, which... 
which is even more fantastic because that that demonic creature I can't remember its name I looked it up but that's being voiced by Clancy Brown the Kurgan from Highlander oh man really yes even more amazing what is that is, is that something that he actually fights and beats in the comics um not in spoilers, Planet uh, Hulk but I wonder if that has something to do with Thor Ragnarok I don't know but so I mean I know everyone's freaking out because Molinar gets destroyed but She's the goddess of death. She literally has the power to destroy and dismantle matter. Well, people are frustrated about it being destroyed because it's supposed to be this... It, it's like a character at this point. But from how it looks in this new trailer, Thor is able to actually become literally so, infused with thunder. So or this lightning. is what I think really is going to happen. I could be wrong. But Thor has always had the power. But he's right. never Molnir really believed in himself... Tool. Molinaire is kind of the focus, which allows him to pull it in. He loses that, and I think this whole story is about him truly becoming the god he's, the Odins wanted him to be. Because right. we've always kind of, you know, in the very beginning, he's like, you're going to become king. And that's the whole point. And then he's saying, like, no, you can't be king, and starts stripping everything off of him. I really think this is we're coming full circle where he embraces who he is, becomes the god of the thunder, and then can claim the throne. That's why I'm saying I think this is leading up. This is the final of the trilogy. I well, mean. I honestly think all of these are wrapping up because, you know, we've got three Iron Men, we've gotten three Captain Americas, three Thors. I think they are wrapping it up because we have the Infinity Wars. And we're going to lose these actors. I really think that's the case. I, I, because I agree. Well, they're saying that this is the end of that huge character arc that was started. Yeah. Uh, and then we're going to start with a whole new phase, a new character arc that yeah. will continue on with uh, the second Spider-Man, right? Is that yeah. what I'm hearing right? Yeah, and then I think another Ant-Man in there. But I think that that is good because these guys are getting older. Let's face it. They can't keep doing stunts. Tell that they, to Johnny Depp. They probably <laughs> want to move on and do other things. Tell you know, I know, I know. Chris Evans is really gotten into acting, or not acting, directing, and, and writing scripts or screen plays and stuff like that. Um, so they may want to move on. I mean, well, this is taking this a, last movie. This last movie took a has taken a year and a half to film, right? Yeah, or is it just a year? Wow, that's a long time just for Maybe. filming. Yeah, I mean, that's that's a huge chunk of your life. Now, granted, it's made him a lot of money, but I know a lot of contracts are coming up. And so this would, and again, we've mentioned it, Infinity Wars, with the reality gems in that, they can rewrite and reboot a lot of this. Which I hope they don't. I really hope that they just take new characters, because there are so yeah. many actors and characters out in the Marvel Universe that we can pull from. Yeah, there they are. don't need to recast a new person for this. They don't, they don't need to regenerate an, an, a new can, doctor. But they can they change can, the storyline. Exactly. They could. They could bring up a new character. They could make new characters that they don't even have already. Well, I mean, the Marvel lineup has so many characters. I mean, they don't need to. You're they right. They really don't. There's, there's but, just a you know, multitude. We'll have to see what happens. I mean, as it is, Captain America is not in the Infinity Wars. Not Captain America as we know him. Chris Evans is in the movie, but because he's given up the, Cap the Amer Captain America mantle at the end of C Civil War, he's in the movie as Nomad. Which does happen in the comics where he sheds it. and he So he'll have a full beard and mustache. So he'll look a lot like Scott. Yo. Ooh, hey. Running around. So you're saying I can uh, cosplay as the Nomad? You could. And then, you know, we have Scarlet Witch, which she's got like blonde, super blonde hair. 
uh, if you look at the posters, because she she's wanted just as much as he is. They're war criminals, and they're running from the powers of be. So it's going to be interesting how they pull all that in together. I'm yeah. just excited to see Doctor Strange come back, even though I'm not excited about that accent. Just let him have the British accent. They can't. Why? Because Doctor Strange is from New York. He's from New so York, but he couldn't have done training abroad that gave him an accent? Or it's possible no. that the magic he uses is really from the dark side, because as we all know, the dark side naturally gives you a British accent. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's a theory. That, that, that does happen in Star Wars. That is correct. But... I, I agree. Seeing Benedict Cumberbatch speaking in that horrible American New York accent is just bad. I agree wholeheartedly. It's hard. It's it like sounds it's like trying weird. to drive a stick shift after. No, it's more like, like just sitting years. in a room, just running your fingernails up and down a chalkboard. I don't think it's it that really, bad. Oh yeah, it took getting it used to. It, it just sounds weird. It di- sounds discordant. It doesn't sound natural. Uh. But which is really weird because you can see other actors that have British accents just and it sounds just fine. Like Rick from Walking Dead, man, you hear that guy talk. It's it's night and day. Well, even Amy Pond, the you know Karen Gillan that does Amy Pond. Yeah, you know, when you hear her talk in Guardians or even on the Jumanji, the new Jumanji trailer, excited there's no ac- accent in there. So and it is clean and solid. You know, but then watchers Amy Pond on Doctor Who and that thick Scottish accents in there, but she can drop it. I and that may it, I don't know it just may be that the, all we've ever seen him is is with that accent. We've seen him as smog and everything, so it is True. what it is. It is what it is. But I'm excited. It looks exciting. They brought a lot of levity and fun in there. I mean, as we've seen from the very first one where Hulk busts out, he's like, yeah. I know him from work. Yeah. I mean, it's just—it's beautiful. It's perfect. Uh, my only question is, they're going to throw in too much levity, too much of that. The humor. trailer makes it look like it, that. It, it makes it, it look like a Guardians. comedy. Does yeah. It looks. It yeah. kind of looks like more of a comedy with some action in there. I'm afraid of that because that's not really Thor. But we'll see. Yeah. So far, they haven't failed us yet. Yet. Well, I don't know. From the reviews I hear from you, I feel like you feel you've been failed. I'm For a big what? fan of the Thor movies. <laughs> well, I, I love... Okay, so... It's the number twos that have it's failed. It's the second one. Like Iron Man 2 and Thor 2 were just kind of... What are you talking about? Uh, okay. See, I, I liked both of them. I didn't have any complaints. What about Iron Man 3? 3... Iron, I, I feel like 3 is the is the weaker of the Iron Man. It, I agree. You see, and that's the thing. Iron Man went down with each movie. But Captain America went up with it. That's true. Captain America. So what is Thor going to do? Because right now it's going down. See, for me, me, Thor has been pretty level. I think for me it started off great. Number two, continued with that. I enjoyed that one thoroughly. My Um, problem with Thor 2 was they completely ruined the Dark Elves. The Dark Elves are an amazing race that they could have done so much more with. Even the fact that the main leader is Christopher Eccleston. You know, the ninth doctor. And I don't think they even used him. And it was just such a waste. But again, then, that's coming from a, a fan who's read all the comics from true. new fans. And, like Baron and, and I. Yeah. Exactly. And see, me growing up, Thor was, was great goofy. He mm-hmm. had these little wings on his feet that I always thought was probably more Thor? Achilles. Or, yeah, just, I don't know. The, the wings on his helmet. Anyway. Helmet. Not, not helmet. Yeah, the wings on his helmet always made me think of, of, uh, of Achilles with the wings on his heels. And I just you mean I, Hermes? Hermes, yeah. <laughs> Either way, it 
He looked goofy in the comics. He, did. he was he, did. he was super bright, colorful, and was almost He Man esque. He was very He Man esque, and he always talked in that weird Norse way. Yeah. I mean, even looking at you, know, you watch the the cartoons, and he's always yeah. the cartoons portray him as that way. But in the movie, he does, he's he's actually cool. Yeah, he, and he, and I yeah. remember when the first movie came out, I had. Very low expectations. Yeah, low expectations. Yeah. I, I was thinking, why am I going to watch the most goofiest of all superheroes? But then I was thoroughly impressed. Everything so, turned so around. If I'm hearing you correctly, you're going in expecting an Aquaman movie. Yes, I was. And came out seeing the new Aquaman type See, movie. Yeah. I have not seen the new Aquaman yet. I but know, but you've seen him in, in the trailers. Okay, so yes. where he's got the long hair and he and looks it's like, awesome. And it's like, hey, this could go somewhere. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. Okay. I'm just saying, like, Thor might have been goofy, but at least he's not Doctor Strange speaking goofy from, like, the comics and the original cartoons. Yeah. See, buy was, this thing, buy this magic, buy this. And that was another show that I had a, a lot of and hesitations that, going into yeah. because of those... The portrayal I, of and I did I did like that they got rid of all that. It wasn't by by the power of monkey's uncle Peter Pan's toilet paper, and then he does something. I mean that's how it. Yeah. <laughs> yes, that's how it always always seemed. If we get talking action figures, that's on the Daniel figure right there. So every time you push that little button on his back, it's gonna be, no, it'll be by the power of Peter Pan's monkey. It'll be a pull string. Paper. It's got to be a pull string for Daniel. Sweet. <laughs> As long as it's on my back. Yeah. I agree with that one. I never thought of the placement, <laughs> but yes, let's let's keep those in the traditional back, upper back area. Yes, as long as I'm Mike Woody and it's on the back. There's a snake, <laughs> snake in, in my, my boot. boot. Yeah. Somebody uh, poisoned the water hole. I need to find that clip now in this audio, and then we can put it on a soundboard. Because everyone else has their thing. That will be on the end every time. There we go. Nice. All right. So uh, you know, let us know your feedback, your thoughts on the new Doctor, and your thoughts on the upcoming Thor movie and how awesome it's going to be or how not so awesome and why. I want to thank again to uh, Watchtower Cafe for hosting us today, and we'll be back at Paragon City Games next week. Yes. Until then, I'm going to get a refill on coffee because it's delicious here. Good, because I ran out of toilet paper. I got nothing else to add to that. I don't know how to stop this thing. Uh, oh, I'm stopping. Okay, don't push that button. <laughs>